Hey, good people. This is Rocky with Rocky's Reality, the number one podcast for unfiltered and unapologetic culture, entertainment, and relationships. Tap in live Thursdays, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as I chat with some of the dopest artists, celebrities, influencers, entrepreneurs, and more. Make sure to catch us live Thursdays, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku. See you soon. All right. Welcome to Rocky's Reality, everyone. Tonight, I am rolling solo, you all, so bear with me if I have a few technical issues. Uh, I'm usually have my guy, uh, Joe, helping me out. But today I had to do this show solo, so I'm going to work it out. You all, please be patient with me if we have any snafus, but I'm pretty tech savvy, so I should I should be able to keep it together. But anywho, welcome to Rocky's Reality. Welcome to fall. Fall is here, whether we like it or not. I don't know if you all are Halloween fans or not, but that is definitely coming up. But my favorite part of fall is Thanksgiving. I love it. Looking forward to getting together with family, looking forward to eating a little bit too much, uh, and just also just looking forward to the holiday season. So I want to welcome everyone. Thank you for watching. Tonight, we have an outstanding guest. I am grateful. Um, this is just another one of those times where someone just kind of just dropped in my lap. You know how a lot of times you like you try and you do so much. And then God says, you know what? I'm going to bless you in a way unimaginable. And that is what is happening tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on someone that a lot of people, when I told them he was going to be on the show, they were ecstatic. I'm telling you, people were texting me. They were calling me. My mother usually says to me, she's like, well, who is that? Not this time. She did not say that about him. She was like, oh, I know who that is. So, and so she's definitely... Um, gonna be even my therapist was texting me and saying, like, oh, you're gonna so without further ado, welcome to the show, Brian Courtney Wilson, singer, songwriter, gospel singer, extraordinaire, three time Grammy Award nominee, stellar and Dove Award nominee. He just recently uh topped his topped, had another, his fifth. His fifth now, his fifth gospel single to top the Billboard charts. So welcome, Brian Courtney Wilson. And that, by the way, that single is Always Peace. That is now at the top of the charts, as well as it should be. So welcome to Rocky's Reality, Brian. Hey, Rocky, thank you so much. And for that um, gracious introduction, that, that meant a lot to me, to know that people were checking for what we were doing. So thank you. And thank you for having me on the show this evening. You're welcome, Brian. And thank you for taking the time. And again, people were just like, they were like, you were one of the most, um, I would say, anticipated guests. Because when I posted the flyer as well, and when I, I told people about it, they were like, oh my God. And so it just really speaks to how your message has spread. Oh, and man. I know you haven't been, you have been in, in the industry a, a little over 10 years now, since 2009 was your first album. I was, yeah, I guess over 10 years, you make me do math. I didn't know I was going to have to do the math. I'm not, I'm a math, I'm not a math person. I'm a writer. So we just don't worry about it. We're going to say over 10 years he's been in the game. 
<laughs> but just let people know you're not new to this. You are true no, to this. No, and you have been uh, just doing the work. And I just, as I was telling you before we started, um, our transitions is definitely outstanding. People love that. But I know worth fighting for is one of those singles that oh, I think sure. will just become a trademark for you because people are, and, and myself, when I was listening to it the other day, like literally I just was crying because I was just thinking about Lord, what he has brought me through. And that definitely eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what he has planned. And I've seen it manifest where it's just times, uh, many times where I want to quit, <laughs> When I just want to give up and God is like, no, you're not going to give up. I'm going to give, I'm going to give you that extra something to keep you going. So I just want to thank you for that. I, I believe in giving people their flowers and Brian, I just want to thank you for, for, for the message you're spreading and, and the brand that you have built. Thank you. I, I appreciate you saying so. Um, it's been gratifying to, to have the opportunity to sing, um, songs that really were birthed from, from stuff I was dealing with in my own heart, you know, and then to find out it was resonating with other people um, and they saw value in it, that just means a lot. So I appreciate you continuing to confirm that. Absolutely. And a lot of times in this, and this reminds me of what a mentor once told me, she says, someone is waiting on you to bless them with their gift. I 100% believe. And, 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 right. Like someone was waiting on you to make these songs. Someone was waiting on you. There's a song uh, on the record. That particular album is called I'll Just Say Yes. And I talk about that a lot, how your yes helps someone else say yes. And that yes is usually um, a yes of faith, a yes where you got to go beyond um, what you thought was possible in a moment, but you just take it one step at a time. And usually... I believe the inspiration for that comes from someone else's yes. You're watching them do it. You're watching them um, move forward. Or they do something and they yield some fruit that um, nourishes you enough to try it, to go. So uh, the yes, all, everyone's yes matters. Everyone's yes. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. I, we, we've been inspired by other people uh, watching the, them do what we thought was impossible, but God made it possible. Because impossible really is I'm possible if, right. we, if we break that down. And that reminds me of on Instagram when I, and I love how you post the snippets at times. And this, I was like, oh, he's he knocking on my front door with this one. When you were you were speaking about the guy who went to see Mother Teresa and asked her, how does she get, he wants to get clarity like her. And she was like, I didn't get clarity. I just trusted that God would do what he needs to do. And I'm like, ooh, he's, he's talking to me. Because that's me a lot of times. I don't, it's like I stop myself from going forward because I, I want to know, I want to make a plan. I got to see how this is going to work out. And I want to try to understand it. And a lot of times God is not for you to understand. He's doing so many supernatural things. For real. So, and I, I appreciate you saying that because just to be frank, I'm very apprehensive about doing that, like coming on and talking on social media like that. So I'm always like, man, is this going to matter that I say this, you know? 
Should I be doing something else? So for you to say that to me now really means a lot. Thank you. I might no, get on say something tonight. Right. And, and see, again, you never know who who you're helping the, with those with the, just those quick little messages, and they don't have to be a long sermon. It's just a quick message, and that really stuck with me. Like, oh, he's right, because we all, I think, I think as creatives, we have that apprehension: Are people going to like it? Are they going to buy it? Are they going to? Is it going to resonate? And there always will be detractors, right? There'll always be those who are not necessarily um, agreeing with you or they just have their own stuff going on as well so part of you stepping out on faith to me when i heard that you started at the age of 38 that you weren't just a young guy coming into the game please get, give a snapshot so to for, th for those who do not know you make me do math again i didn't know it was 38 you're making me do math Am I correct or am I, I, I was doing a little research? And so we may have broken. Man, that sounds like it was a lot older, though. And it might be because I've, I've always had trouble kind of keeping track of that type of stuff. But, um, yeah, I was in corporate America, you know, with the trappings, quote, unquote, tra trappings of corporate America and the comfort that comes from uh, that type of normalcy but I could not shake this feeling that I was supposed to do more. And I was, I was waiting. I was waiting because it didn't make sense to try at that point, you know, hmm. but I was singing in church, impacting in church. That was connecting with things I had tried in college. Like, you know, I had recorded demos in college, um, but nothing ever really materialized from that. And then it was just like this intersection of, you know, recommitting myself to my faith and then being in Houston and then meeting certain people along the way. The first song we ended up putting out was a regional hit called uh, Awesome God at the church. And I was like the third person they chose for it. They, they had some other people, they wanted to do it and they said no. Um, and they finally landed on me and it connected at radio here regionally and then it really kind of sparked me again. Like, I want to, I got to try this. And I'm going to tell you, taking that step, man, I felt like a pure D nut sometimes because of what you just said. Like, people were like, man, uh, you can sing. I don't know how you're going to do this, though, you know, for lack of a better way of phrasing it. Uh, but God has been faithful. And sometimes when I think about it, it does make me want to cry sometimes because there's no way this happened without God's intervention. Absolutely. And that's that's what makes it so wonderful. Because God will do things that is beyond the, the what you imagine. And that's what makes it so great about him. Because and that's why it's not for people to understand at times. That's what I've realized. It's not for other people to understand. And as I've going through my journey with Rocky's reality and with my writing and just in my media career period, a lot of times things were not making sense to other people, even to my own husband at times, he would be looking at me like, you just think both things. And I'm like, no, it's, I, I was like, God put it in me for a reason. Yeah, It's a re reason he put this desire in me. He didn't put it in me just for it to lay dormant. So for you, you were in, you worked at Johnson's and Johnson's. Is that, Johnson's. Was that 
was my last real job for sure. <laughs> and so what was what was that moment, Brian, where you was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. The little birdie told me that Matthew Knowles, a pal of his, helped you get your a pastor of of, of, of uh, a pastor friend of Matthew Knowles, uh, helped you get your big break. It's funny, like the way you say it makes it sound like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And then Matt stepped up and helped. <laughs> it didn't work like that. It was more like I couldn't shake the feeling that I should be doing it. And then um, right in the territory where my where I was in sales in the pharmaceutical sales industry, uh, there was a church there. And the music minister at the church at the time saw me walking with my sales bag and called out to me on the street and said, yo, you the guy that sings so-and-so. I need you to come by the church, right? And I come by the church and the pastor of that church, Rudy Rasmus, father ended up passing away like maybe a week or so after I came by and he asked me to come sing at the funeral. And that planted a seed for a relationship between I, him and I, where this is what he said to me early on. He said, B, I think everybody needs somebody to invite them to the table. Mm. And I'm, I want to, I want to make space for you at the table is what he said to me. And that was several years ago. I did not know what that meant. I didn't know what it was going to cost to, <laughs> to pay the bill. <laughs> <laughs> but he for sure made room at the table and that's my friend. I love him. I love him and his wife, Juanita, his whole family. They just recently retired from ministry there at that church, 30 years serving the Houston community, Houston's uh, unhoused community. Um, and, you know, meeting people in the storm, meeting people in the storm. In fact, I, what she would say, Juanita would say is the church is a lighthouse mm. club. This is a lighthouse so we can point you where you're supposed to be going. Mm. And I love it. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. So shout out to them for, for, for making space at the table for you. Cause we always, and we always need those people who believe in us at that moment, those moments where we might be feeling a little shaky ourselves. Man. Yeah. So that, that, that's what I thank people for. Cause it's at times I've had friends who send me messages and they don't understand at that moment how that just uplifts me because I, I might be having a crappy day. And once again, I know that's God because it'll be just at that moment a friend or even someone random that I didn't even think about will reach out to me and say, hey, keep going. Keep doing this. I need you here. I need to get your expertise there. I want to have you in the room. And that really, at times I'm like, I mean, you know you have value, but at times it still is like, wow, okay. I must be doing something that needs to be out here. I'm glad you said it like that because it was, it was shaky. It was shaky, man. And I think sometimes people, they quit or they give up and get down on themselves because they feel shaky when they get started, you know, mm. or shaky as they go. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, man, if it's in your spirit and your heart to try and do something, Keep doing it even when you're feeling shaky. Keep going. Because I, I just believe um, God will send resources and people to steady you if you keep going. 
But if you if you don't go, they can't help you. Yeah, I have a friend who was telling me that. She was like, God is just waiting on you. You you the one uh taking forever. God is just waiting on you to take that next step. And I and I'm learning as I become more mature in my faith journey. Lord forgive me at times. But um, because I had to wear this shirt today. Um, try Jesus, not me. Because <laughs> there are moments where I'm like, uh uh, Lord, get somebody else to do it. Get somebody yeah. else to do it. But I'm learning. He's testing me. He's like, I want to see if you really gonna follow through with with where I'm trying to take you. If you trust me, again. So going back to the the uh, message from Mother Teresa, it's not about clarity because you a lot of times it's gonna be real murky you're not gonna know what you're doing and it's like if you don't take that first step you're not gonna know what the rest of the path may be if you don't keep going when um you have some obstacles you you won't know what's on the other side so what are some of those obstacles you've experienced because we're going into what is this your fifth album now transitions yes this your fifth album now we are okay. We we building that. You keep up. making me do math, no, rock golly. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, try, I'm just trying to be precise. I like to get the facts out. I'm trying to be precise with the facts here. That, that's my OCD. That's what God bless me with to be precise. When my kids try to come on me, I'm yep. like, uh, 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 that don't sound right. But the fifth album, talk about for you in the industry how you what some of those obstacles that you've overcome that you've had to keep pressing forward. Because this is this can be a crazy industry. I, you know, I don't even want to say overcome. I think it's more like you have to steal your yourself for it because mm -hmm. I don't know if the obstacles go away. You just gotta, you have to keep fortifying yourself along the way. So one would be that what you're saying has value, right? Especially if it doesn't sound like what you're hearing around you, or sound like something that people who, you know, assigning checks necessarily mm. artists, you want to, you really got to be kind of locked in one to um, being true to yourself and saying what you want to say as truly as, 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 uh, as true as possible as, with as much integrity as possible. And then you have to develop the skill sets to say it clearly, to say it in a way where it can, it can be leveraged on an industry level, you know, people can mm. can make their money back, basically, mm. or people will be willing to invest in what you're you're doing and what you're presenting. So that's one thing. I think um, the cyclical nature of this business sometimes um, can be can test your faith because there are times when everybody's talking to you, you're on the on the mountaintop, um, everybody's calling. And that's connected to uh, promotional schedules and things like that. Or it's in a, I'm trying to think of a, a better way to say it, but I can't think of a better way. It's a valley where you're going to go in the valley and the cars stop, slow down. Uh, mm -hmm. Or you did something and people didn't really, love it as much as they love some other stuff you did mm -hmm. got to really steal yourself against thinking um oh man i'm just not worthy of trying anymore mm. you really got to get locked into why did you get started why are you doing this 
um, is it enough for you to help one person? Mm. Is it enough for you to help five? Is it enough for you to 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 start small and, and stick with it and then trust God for the increase? Trust God for what the return will be and work hard while you do it. I think you got to overcome that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Overcome. And, you know, people talk and say stuff and they say stuff. They don't understand anything that's going on about you, but they'll say mm -hmm. things. Sometimes those things can, can really get under your skin. Um, there, sometimes people are, Well, it'll feel like, I'm not even sure it happens all the time. Sometimes it'll feel like people are trying to shut you out. And I'm saying it'll feel like, but maybe they're not even thinking about you. Mm. You might need to do more to make sure you're present and people can see and remember that you can, you have some value to add. So I think all of these things um, are obstacles you got to overcome. And then while you're doing all that, you still got to live your life. You got a family, you still got to take it. You got to, you got to tend to your family. You got to make sure they know that you love them, not just you said it, but you're present enough to love them. And then you got to love yourself, man. You got to mm -hmm. up and make sure you're eating the right things. Make sure mm -hmm. you're rising. Make sure you're meditating and um, and praying that the Lord is a fence around your heart and mind. These are all obstacles mm -hmm. alone. Not just, I mean, for a singer. But for for life, you know what I mean. That's those are the things. If I had to name a few, absolutely, I agree. Absolutely, I agree. All of that, all of that. Ditto, ditto. So for you, um, you obviously are bringing some value because you are on Motown Gospel, uh, which, by the way, I am a Detroiter, so yeah. I am here in Motown. Oh, so. It really did my heart good to know. I was like, oh, he on Motown Gospel. Okay. And by the way, for those who don't know, Motown Gospel has, like, all, who isn't on there? I was looking at the roster. I'm like, this is my everybody. Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, Vashon Mitchell, Kiara Shield, Sheard, excuse me, Kiara Sheard, Smokey Norfolk, Evie McKinney, all yeah. of these different people. Uh, and by the way, you all... Um, you're on the 25 years, the silver 25 year anniversary mm -hmm. uh, gospel favorites. I'm um, got Motown gospel hits. What is that like to be on there? You know, it's a it's a blessing. I think it's um, when you look back over it and all of the things that they could have put on there for them to think, hey man, this song is worthy of being included in that the legacy of of um, Motown gospel, formerly EMI gospel. So it, it reaches than that even. Uh, means a lot to me, especially when I consider the song. The song was a great work. And I, I know that that song is going to endure for a long time. It One, because I love to sing it. Uh, I love how it feels when I sing it. I think it has movements in it uh, that make it very dynamic. And then I love how people respond to it. You know, and it was it, it speaks to generations and how one of the ways we overcome is by remembering that we've always overcome. Mm. 
Oh, mm-hmm. I want to say boom after that too. I felt well, as soon as I said, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. we need a bell. We need a bell. Like, ooh. <laughs> I was going, mm-hmm. Okay. And that song is a great work. That's almost 10 years old. That's from 2015. So that's, I'm, I'm doing the math now for you. That's, no, you. I'm going to let you do the math, though. <laughs> I done did my research. It's from 2015, and it was actually one of the your your top number one gospel hits. You've had uh, always peace. Peace makes the fifth one, and so now we're coming to transitions. Which Lord have mercy, if we don't go through some transitions in life, yes, ma'am. So. Talk about how transitions came together. How did you, and and I want it because everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are still stuck on worth fighting for. And everyone has their own favorites, I would say. So talk about how transitions came together. You know, there was a conversation I was having with the man one weekend. I was kind of feeling away. Because I was I was at this event and there were a lot of luminaries at this event and people that you know they would talk real good you know about community and being together and um, uh, something happened and I got offended right and I got offended because I felt like yo this was kind of um, my wife says I shouldn't say this so much but it felt disrespectful you know it felt dismissive. Um, and I started to kind of get negative about it. You know, I started not just making about what happened, but about me. Man, mm. I'm giving off something that made him feel like that was okay to do. Mm. Um, but then I kept going that weekend. I get to the airport, and this guy who I had just met maybe six months before because he said he saw my name in a dream and he wanted to meet me and talk to me about my music. And I let him, you know, so we would talk. He heard through, this, I know this is convoluted, but I'm trying to tell you. He heard through the driver that I was coming into town because he had, he was meant a mentor to this particular driver. Mm. He shows up and says, man, I know you leaving. I don't want to take up too much of your time but I wanted to put something in your hand. He gives me a hundred dollars. So he goes out of his way to just meet me to put a hundred dollars in my hand. And then he says, can I pray for you? Mm. And one of the things in the prayer was, Lord, teach us how to receive and distribute every blessing. Mm. And when he said it, I was like, man, did you hear that? You know, in my mind. And that was how we got started. The song Every Blessing was the first one. And then they just flowed from there. But it started with that teach, teach me how to receive every blessing. Every blessing. Teach me how to receive every blessing. Every blessing. Give me the wisdom to understand how things work together. For my good and your plan, oh, for grace to believe that I will receive every blessing. And I, you know, even as I'm recounting it now, I think the lesson was even, you know, despite the slight in the moment, 
it was been it would have been easy to keep focusing on the slight and then miss the blessings that were all around me or miss the blessing of even knowing how to endure that slight with grace and then take the experience to my next one in a way that glorifies God and edifies me and the people around me. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like you don't get bogged down in the negative. Absolutely. Because you're going to miss it, you're going to be distracted and you're missing the good. You're missing, you missing the blessing because you're distracted by, again, as you said, you don't know if they're slight. And a lot of times when people do something that's slight to you, it's a reflection of them more so than you. That's right. what I've had to learn. Like It's a reflection of their insecurity. It's a reflection of how they might be feeling about how you are shining. And so I've had to definitely in this business where people will say, oh, you've got your little this and little that. And it's like, it ain't little. Yeah. I'm working hard doing this. But I have to remember, God, you still blessing me. And you know what? That person might be jealous or they might be feeling some type of way or whatever might be going on with them. And they're pretty much pouring that off onto me. And I have to decide sometimes I got to let that slide off my back like a seal instead of just absorbing it. So I totally get what you're saying, because even though that might have seemed like a that was might have seemed like a random encounter. And a lot of times those random encounters are the ones that stick with you to say, hmm, God might have been sending this person to give me a message. Well, I mean, the blessing ultimately was the record. Like, right. like he planted that planted a seed that connected with another seed, somebody's self-sacrifice long enough to put a hundred dollars in my hand. Right. Which connected to these songs beginning to flow and us doing this live record, which everybody there in the room that night said was one of the best experiences of their life. And that's how the God I serve works. Like you said, in ways where it might seem murky to start, you got to get your hands dirty to start to plant, but the harvest is beautiful. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Nothing comes without hard work. And that's what I'm trying to teach my kids. Everything is not going to just be easy. You're going to have to, anything worth having, take some hard work. And I and I appreciate how God will place angels in our life to remind us of certain things. Sometimes when we might be getting distracted, especially in this age of social media, it's so much noise that we're inundated with. And like you said, you, you have a wife, you, you have children. I have a husband, children, all of these things, certain time at certain times you can't feel like it's overwhelming. And so you forget to focus on the blessings. So I love, so I have to say, um, definitely, um, that one every day, the, every, every blessing, um, definitely one of my favorites. And of course, always peace. You like that? <laughs> Cause at this time in my life, I'm looking for peace. I'm like, listen, I don't want to hear any noise. I have to tell certain people, please leave me alone for a moment. I have to put my phone on do not disturb. You have to be intentional about what you are taking in because it's just so much noise out there. So for you, though, what is your favorite track on the album? And then we're going to go into watching. So like the whole album was recorded live. First, I got so many questions. First, what made you decide to record it live instead of just going into the studio? At the time, I wanted to capture an exchange. I wanted I wanted um, artisans in the room 
singers who, and any one of them could have easily been standing in my spot. And musicians, world-class musicians that play with everybody. In the room, like feeling this music together. Um, and that's it. I mean, I really, I'm still really trying to get at why why that was in my spirit to do it that way. Because <laughs> it would have been easier to, to do it some other ways. But I think more than anything, it was the people that came needed needed the fellowship. Like they mm -hmm. needed to and in, they needed to feel that. And that's what they've told me countless times, you know, that, yo, that was a blessing to feel that in that moment. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the half has been told on why. You know, I, I think we're going to find out and understand even more uh, by and by, you know. So, and in terms of my favorite song, I listen to every blessing every day. I do. Mm. I listen to it as a reminder, you know, to, uh, to keep my eyes open for it. Mm. Um, but I love I Will See too, because that's another song, you know, that kind of is a orientation for you to remember if you want to see the goodness of God, start with being the goodness of God. In the mm. Don't just wait on it. Be it. Use this breath, this grace that God has extended us to, to plant the seed for something good. Even if it's just a hug, a smile, $20, 100 in my case, when I was in <laughs> at that airport. You hear what I'm saying? Like yep. these little, The little things can add up with intention. All right. And I see how you did a reprise of a great work. So you had to bring that back, huh? You had to bring that back. They, they made me bring it back. Cause, but, <laughs> you know, I was doing it. Dana Saray, the producer, and I was just kind of vibing when we were writing a song. And I started singing a little bit of that. And I, because I saw the connection in my mind, I didn't even intend on doing that. And he was like, no, we got to do it. You know, we kept going with it. But it, it makes sense. It makes sense because the only way these small occurrences make sense is if there's a grand design, if God is doing something, God is moving and God is inviting us into participation while God is doing so. That's the only way it makes sense. So uh, shout out to Dana for strong arming me into putting it on there. <laughs> so is Dana um, one of your producers? Who are some of the, cause I see pretty much, you pretty much wrote the whole album pretty much yourself. Are there, who else did you work with on the album? Who pushed you, who strong armed you? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a, that's a strong way to put it, but you had a he guest on there. Day. No, he just teasing. You had a guest on there, uh, Eric Roberson, who wrote um, Waiting and Let mm -hmm. Me Jump On. Man, that's a beautiful song. We've kind of spoken to it a lot tonight already. Um, uh, For so long I Stood with my arms crossed, waiting on an answer to my prayer. Not realizing everything I prayed for was right there. But my vision was clouded by the storms on the rise, too blinded to see what was right before my eyes. Oh, it was right there. Oh, it was right there, right there all the time, waiting for me. 
my dreams were waiting for me. My dreams were. I'll stop right there. I'll stop right there. Woo! Was that what I was doing? We have a nice up here tonight. Thank Don't you. wait. They're right there. Everything, everything you need to get started is right in front of you. And I, I yeah, because sometimes we think we need more when God is like, I, it's, it's right here. I'm, I'm giving you, and thank you for the impromptu acapella, Brian. You touching my soul. You really feeding my soul. I really appreciate it. You have a, a, a phenomenal voice. It's, it seems like it's just effortless. I'm, a, I'm grateful for the opportunity to do so. Thank it's, you. it's just, it seems effortless. Did, you, did you grow up singing? Like what, what? The, did you grow up in church singing? You were singing. Uh, for sure. It really started on my front stoop. I, I grew up in Chicago. We had porches where the stairs went up to, to your front door. Yeah. And that was my stage. I love it. Shout out. Yeah, shout out for sure. Before I knew anything about an industry or anything like that, we would always just kind of play at talent shows, stuff like that on that stoop. So, But then my, my dad was, he was probably the most intentional and I say, I always say my dad, forget my mom, because my mom had to let my dad do it. <laughs> but my dad, my dad was in a male chorus at the church and they decided that they wanted to add some young men to the chorus to mentor them. And I was one of the young men. It was three of us, Stacy, myself and William. Stacy Bosley, William Crowder and myself. We were the, we were the three. <laughs> I love that taking us down and and those humble beginnings. Who knew what it? Who knew? What it, well, God knew. He knows. Yeah. He knew. It's just yeah, we 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 you know because and that'd be funny when times things come about. It's like he's like I already knew this was gonna happen. You were you was just be the one being hard headed. It, your, your, your dreams were waiting for you to step out. So let's go ahead and get into always peace. Um, this is, um, it just became number one. Congrats to you. So claps oh, to you. you. Thank you. Uh, if we were, if I was in the studio, we would be doing. So let clap. me give claps for that. Your fifth number one gospel song. Yes, ma'am. I mean, before we go into it, what does that feel like when you get the news that once again, you've topped the charts coming from a man who got into the industry what people would say relatively later but obviously you brought that life experience with you what is that like when you heard like transitions um because the album has been out for a while now so to know that songs are still peaking what is that like hold on man it's been out for 12 months <laughs> we've been doing math all night you said <laughs> 12 months right so right that's right correct <laughs> You're that right. Hilarious. 12 months, 12 months. So relatively not that long, but a little while. You're well, right. I'll say this. Like in gospel music, the album album cycles last about two years, right? Mm -hmm. And so it, right. I still think there's life in the record. And I Absolutely. still think there's people that need to hear it. Uh, so I'm joking a little bit about it. Right. But you, you are right. You're right. I stand corrected. You are right. Because and, <laughs> and actually, and actually for me, music is timeless. It's time. That's the other. That's the I other got stuff that I'm playing from uh, 20, 30 years ago. So well, that's, what, that's what's great about gospel music, too, because, you know, people come into it according to their their 
formation and spiritual formation. Mm -hmm. And so you can come into gospel music and hear a song from say Fred Hammond that he recorded 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, I've never felt this before. Mm -hmm. And part of that is because Fred was saying something that you finally lived into. Mm -hmm. Instead of yes, and that yes led you to something that helped you feel this in this moment. So in that way, I, I think gospel music, all music is, is time, well, has the potential and the capacity to be timeless in that way. Um, what it feels like is extremely gratifying. Mm. And I was very grateful uh, that we had the opportunity to really talk about the song more because um, of how impactful I think it could be if we really, as a community first, no, I'll say as an individual first and then as a community, meditate on that, meditate on our ability to receive peace and extend peace to one another, mm. to be peace when we come into situations to, to calm them down, you know, to, to especially as, as believers, when we come into situations to be able to see trouble coming and head it mm. off fast with a, um, as an ambassador of peace, so to speak, you know, mm. and um, for it to go number one at radio, for it to be my fifth opportunity to do so, um, it means a lot to me. I'm very grateful. I love that. Be the peace that you seek. Be the peace that you seek. Absolutely. You do? Absolutely. You like that? I love that. I love it. You think we can do that? If we're intentional, if, if you, if that's, if that's, if you're intentional about it, um, and if you're being mindful of not letting chaos rule, let not letting chaos take over, because it's so easy. We have so much going on in our heads at times that sometimes we let the chaos take over because it's. it's I think it's kind of hard at times at times to be peaceful because you've got so much coming at you. It's, uh, uh, at least for me at times, I have to be intentional about protecting my peace. I've had to learn as I've matured to be intentional about what I'm consuming. What am I looking at? Who am I interacting with? And as you said, at times I've had to decide, even if it is a chaotic situation, I'm not going to return that chaos. I think that's okay. a, something we have to be intentional about. Because not everyone is going to be willing to accept when you are coming in a peaceful manner. So it's like you have to be intentional because you're constantly going to be tested when you when you are trying to be peaceful. You know, I even think I even think there are instances where you have to engage in conflict to get mm. to peace. You have mm. to have, you gotta have tough conversations. You got to be real about setting boundaries around um, your personhood and your esteem. You have to protect, um, you know, we talk about these harvests. Well, you have to protect them too. Mm. So I, I think peace has to be fought for, mm -hmm. has to be intended for. And um, one of the things I used to see when we were, when we were talking about, I still see it when we talk about transitions, is that everybody's trying to get somewhere. Mm. And I, I don't think I'm the only one trying to protect my peace, you know, all the time. So sometimes people do things to protect their peace that could be an affront to mine. Mm. Right? And so 
we got to talk through that. We got to communicate through that. We got to communicate through that in ways where I can see you as a child of God and you see me as a child of God that deserves to get where they're going. Absolutely. You're right. And you're right. Sometimes because you got to go through the hard at times, you got to go through it to get to it. So I agree. Sometimes you have to face it head on. We have to have those hard conversations. That's part of marriage. As we know, you got to have those hard conversations. Parenthood at times you have to have those hard conversations. But then when you get to the other side is when you can achieve peace. But it's a it's it's an ongoing thing as well. And I don't at times it probably doesn't even occur to people that they can have peace. I don't think some people know that they can have peace oh, and joy in their life. I don't, I don't think they realize that they can. What is it? What do you mean by that? You know, yeah. Just rest. Yeah. I agree with you. 100%. Yeah. All yeah. the more reason why, you know, people that ascribe to my faith got to be intentional about mm -hmm. loosening it mm -hmm. and modeling it, especially when it's tight, especially when mm -hmm. are present. Like, mm -hmm. oh, can you model peace in that moment? Mm -hmm. And I know that is that is a challenge for me. I'm not even going to front. <laughs> me, too. me too. For sure. My, my personality is like uh, ready to uh, attack, but then I have to say, okay, wait a minute. Calm we all down. got triggers. You know, we all got triggers and stuff like, yo, man, I'm cool right here, but if you say this, right, man, See? I don't I've not done well responding to that. <laughs> you gotta forgive us, Lord. Oh, Lord, at times. And that's why I said, try Jesus, not me. But uh, let me, let's go ahead and get into always peace. <laughs> By the way, we should always be seeking peace. Uh, definitely. Because uh, life is short. If, if nothing else, the pandemic taught us that. That life is short. And, and you got to be intentional about it. So let's go ahead and get into always peace and this is off transitions hey, us with grace, mercy, and peace. And may we always find more room around God's feet. There is completeness from the cares of this world for every woman, man, boy, and girl. I pray we are blessed Mercy and peace. May our God bless us with grace, mercy, and peace. And may we always find more room around God's feet where there is complete rest from the cares of this world. For every woman, man, boy, and girl, I pray we are blessed with God's grace, mercy, and peace. Peace, peace. May our God bless us with grace, mercy, and peace. 
I pray you receive that tonight. And may you always find a room around God's feet. There is complete rest from the dead. We ought to rest tonight for every woman, man, boy, and girl. I pray we are blessed with God's grace, mercy, peace. No matter the highs and the lows, the seasons of life. They bring, I pray, the Spirit of God is revealed and leads us to grace and marvelous things. Whether we stay standing side by side or circumstance determines our goodbye. I pray we are blessed. I receive, and I believe I can see it on you too. I receive, I receive, and I believe I can see it on you too. I receive it, I receive it, and I believe I can see it on you too. I receive it. I receive it, and I believe I can see it on you. Let's take our time tonight, so we don't miss anybody who needs His grace and mercy. Grace, mercy, and peace. I believe I can see it on you. Oh, grace, mercy, and peace. I believe, I believe, you are blessed, and you're going out, and you're coming in, oh, God, watch over us, while we are absent, one from another, keeping connection, by the resurrection, Power God can for us all to receive. May our God watch over us while we rest, one from another, keeping connection by the resurrection. Power God can for us all to receive. Watch over us while we're absent. Send us your grace and your peace. God, pray for us all. Bless from the hands of this world. Rest from the hands of this world. You ought to lay your burden down and rest from the pain.
shelter That heavy load will not serve you On this narrow way You ought to rest You ought to rest You ought to rest You ought to rest you ought to rest. rest from the cares of this world for every woman man boy and girl i pray we are blessed with god's grace mercy and peace oh my goodness where you I, I get chills. I, I swear, Brian, thank you for your blessing because I, I I really like did chills and just tears well up in me. And that uh by the way, that was recorded live in Nashville, which is my granddaddy's hometown, Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> my granddaddy from Nashville. So that had a, a special and let's shout out to those background vocalists, by the way. Can we get a background vocalist? They were amazing. Amazing. So claps and claps. And I can tell they were feeling it too. Like that. Um, and you you get you got me in that old time religion mode when you said, May may God watch over us while we are absent from one another. I remember we used to say that when we would dismiss from church every Sunday, we would he the pastor would do do the benediction and we would say that to each other. So I love how you incorporate that but in a modern way thank i love you. that thank so you. i came up too so thank you i i really i really appreciate that so um and is there anyone that you would like to work with is there any artists other artists that you would like to uh, work with because you've worked with you work with some heavy hitters though like Lettucey and um it's, it's been some folks that you've worked with. Is, is there someone on your bucket list that you would like to work with? That's a great question. That is a great question that I had not considered before this interview. Uh, you know what? This is what I will say. There's no one I wouldn't work with if we could, if I was like, yo, this is going to be beautiful, you know? And there's, there's one guy who I really admire right now. His name is Gregory Porter. Mm. Like, I really like the vibe he brings to the stage, the vibe he brings to his music. Um, so I'd love to, you know, even if we didn't work together, just meet him, you know, and talk mm. to him. And try to get at the well he's drawing from as he does his music and presents. Mm. Um, but I, I'm trying to leave myself open you know, to mm -hmm. possibilities in that regard. Um, I think there are times when the categories that are used in, in our, to leverage our music, you know, the labels mm -hmm. are limiting in terms of who, who should you work with? How, how should you connect with them? So um, I'm open to what God sends our way. I love that. Cause, and I peeped that Off the Wall album by Michael Jackson up oh, yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so who are some other people who were influences for you that you modeled yourself after? I love Donny Hathaway. Like I listened mm. to him a lot um, in college. I love, of course, Stevie. Like, 
man, Stevie touched so many of us. Granted, mm. mm. you know. Uh, of course, Mike, you just mentioned Michael Jackson. The I would say the black music tradition has really informed me a great deal. Mm -hmm. uh, from Anita Baker to uh, mm -hmm. Brian to Sam Cooke, Marvin mm -hmm. Gaye, all of those people have. And then, then Bill Withers, there's countless names. One of the reasons I, I put these albums up around me was just to kind of, that was during the pandemic and I wanted to kind of remember the things that have been touching me down through the years, things that have been informing me and remember um, again, that it's bigger than any label that mm -hmm. someone, someone might put on it, you know, and that we're connected in ways that defy labels. Mm -hmm. we, have, we have the ability to bless one another and or curse one another in ways that defy the label. And we got to remember our interconnectedness in that regard. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. So, Brian, I've really enjoyed speaking with you. Um, I've really enjoyed the wisdom that you pass on and just your humility and just, of course, your voice. And I really appreciate the impromptu acapella that you gave me, the little church, the little church tonight. Thank you so much. For that, I appreciate it because I, I, you know, I try not to pressure artists when they come on because I know y'all singing and performing so much, so I don't want to pressure you to perform again uh, on the show. So I really appreciate that. So let people know what's coming up next. Are we we going on? Are we going because transition? You've already been on tour for that. Are you continuing with the tour? Are some more dates coming up? We want to. I want to go back out and do something like that, but and. Uh, Look for look for more information on. We're retooling it now. I'd like to come do that again, but we have uh, a few dates coming up actually. Um, some here in Houston. I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky, in about two weeks. We'll be at Wiley College. Uh, no, that's been two weeks, and then we'll be in Louisville, Kentucky, in uh, three weeks. Mm -hmm. So we got some things coming up, and I'll I'll post them on our our socials where you can follow me at Insta uh, Brian Courtney Wilson on Instagram. Uh, and Brian Courtney Wilson on Facebook and also pray for me too. I've been in school like for the last year and a half just studying, studying, uh, in seminary. Oh. So I want to invite you to pray for me as I, you know, read a lot. <laughs> Are you going to become a pastor, a, a pastor? You know, I didn't think about it like that. I went in just because I wanted to get at the the roots of what I believe. I want to really kind of dig deep and, and get at how did we start saying some of the things that we say? Why, why do we gather? And I mm -hmm. wanted to do that um, to improve my ability to communicate to people who don't necessarily know the language that I was formed with. You know, when, mm -hmm. when we talked about the benediction, not everybody came up like that. But I don't just mean I'm not carrying something of value that could enrich their lives. And so that was that was one of the reasons I went. And I'm going. Okay. Okay. So when are you, how long are your studies, Brian? How long is the program? It's a master's program. I'm taking it real part-time though. So <laughs> <laughs> we probably got about two, two, three years left. Okay. Well, I will pray for you and send positive energy as you go through that transition. 
Because I, I know that's a transition <laughs> being in school. And I want to thank you again. You're welcome. I, and thank you again. And this is not goodbye. This is just see you later. Please reach out. Um, and I hope to meet you when you come to Detroit. When you come, hopefully there's a tour stop eventually. Can't wait. Can't wait. We need to get back to Detroit real soon. I love coming there. Yes, and the people here love you. Okay, they, they, I'm kind. telling you, folks was banging down my door like you go have Brian Courtney Wilson, and they were excited. And I want to last thing want to thank you is for when you posted about what is your favorite a gospel song by R&B artist. I love how you pretty much hipped me to. I didn't know that Curtis Mayfield. Well, this is when he was with the Impressions. How people get ready was a gospel inspired song. I never knew that. You I just always love the song. You know, as I think about it, I don't know that he intended that. But I, exactly. when I listen to it, I hear a gospel song. I hear like, get ready, there's a train coming. You don't need no ticket. You just get on board. I'll stop right there. I know that's what I'm like. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So uh, because what, for me, my favorite gospel song by an R&B artist is I Love the Lord by Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. She sang that. that, that, Off that, that really, that whole preach the preacher's yeah. wife soundtrack mm -hmm. is just stellar. Yeah, um, sure. that, that soundtrack. But you made me think of that, and I had to go dig that out. I was like, oh, Lord, he, he got me thinking now. So um, I, I appreciate that. And because I was like, I didn't even know that was a gospel song, but you that Curtis, but when I looked it up, they did say it was gospel inspired. So I was yeah. like, okay, but well, I love yeah. how, yeah, and it's, um, and it's messaging is so subtle, but right. it's so beautiful. Oh my god, I love that song, absolutely. So rest in peace to him, a legend. So, and again, just another example of how music is timeless. So um, I thank you again for your time, Brian. Um, best wishes on your endeavors. Please keep in touch with what's coming up next. Good next. Good luck in seminary school <laughs> with that. And um, make sure everyone tell everybody again where they can follow you. Brian Courtney Wilson on all yeah. platforms. Yeah, Brian Courtney Wilson on Instagram. Brian Courtney Wilson on Facebook. Um, I don't know what we're doing with this X. They done kicked me off of X or whatever. Oh, yeah. But we on threads. So you can get okay. on threads and follow us. <laughs> right. It's probably good. It's probably good you off X. It's probably good. It's, it's yeah. yeah. So, but um, But thank you again. Um, and um, I look forward to hearing about future albums and future number ones. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I receive it. And mm -hmm. uh, blessings of favor on your platform. And thank you for making room for me. Really. It means thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Take care and have a good night. All right. Y'all be easy. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching Rock Rocky's Reality. We'll be back in a couple weeks with another show. So we will see you soon. All right. Take care. And thanks for watching. Make sure that you download uh, Transitions, the album. It is on all streaming platforms. So make sure you all go get it. It will change your life. Um, if you are not already aware of Brian Courtney Wilson's music, make sure that you become aware and you get familiar with it and download that latest album. All right. You all take care. Have a good night.